T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Inside the 8 o'clock hour, ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now, the voice of the Yankees, John Sterling. Well, you're in great voice tonight. (laughs) What's up, John? Well, everything's good. How are you? I'm good. I miss you, man. I'm glad to have you on air with me. I'm glad we got to catch up a little bit uh, a day or two ago. And uh, here we are on the fan. And um, in about a month and a half, we'll be on the air with seven Yankee preseason games, and then the season begins, and then it's every blessed day for six months, and you hope a seventh month. Yeah, a month and a half? I I mean, we're going to have spring training. Are you going to go down to spring training and do, uh, you know, a couple games like you did last year, or are we skipping spring training this year? I'm not heading down this year. Yeah, uh, Yeah, Susan and I will do seven games. Uh, between April, uh, April, between uh, March twenty, March seventeenth, and the twenty seventh. Oh, okay, a month and a half. I'm like late the, right. the like end of spring training. That's what that'll be. I won't be right. there, but hold it down. I mean, I got to join you guys last year around that time. It was awesome. I was <laughs> trying not to get choked up. I, I cracked up when uh, I said, you know, I was like, this is amazing for me, and you're like, oh, it's not that much of a thrill. you're the best so uh while i have you we obviously got to let the folks know that we'll be together saturday uh are you saturday and sunday i'm hosting saturday and sunday but i know that you know you're gonna come in kiss some babies sign some autographs what what time are you there yeah saturday saturday john sterling uh susan waldman a bunch of Yankees legends. We've been talking about it. Pinstripe Pride event at American Dream. It's going on from 9 a.m. to 5. But what time will you be there, John? Um, I would say from uh, noon to, I guess, 2 or so. It's flexible. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> yeah. We'll see how well, it goes. I have goes. to sign things for you first. It's double duty. You know, you sign, and then you go out and, and meet the public and sign. So, um I think it's great, and I loved it. I loved it when the Yankees had that day years and years ago uh, before the season began. And so I think it's a great idea. We'll see a lot of baseball people there. And um, so uh, if um, if you uh, come, as they say, say hello. If you can, I, I hope there are so many people you can't say hello, but if you do, say hello. Yeah, from what I hear, the tickets are sold out. They did last call. Last night, online tickets. I think now uh, you got to show up and and buy tickets there. But you know what I look at this as? A a lot of teams do uh, a fan fest. And I know this isn't connected with the Yankees, but like 
The Red Sox just had their fan fest. I know the um, Astros do one. And, you know, the Yankees don't do a, a fan fest like season kickoff before the teams head down to uh, Tampa or out to Arizona. But this for us is going to be like, okay, there's no football this weekend. We can get a bunch of Yankees legends, Bernie Williams, uh, Mariano Rivera. They said uh, Donnie Baseball is going to be there. There's a long list of guys that are going to be there, and it'll be like a, a way for Yankees fans to get together and kick off the season. Yeah, I agree. Um, as they say, it couldn't hurt. So uh, we're all looking forward to it. It's a good thing. I never knew that it was so big. It wasn't explained to me that way. And as I tell Susan all the time, I really know nothing. You know, so <laughs> I didn't know. Now I realize what a big thing this is, and so good. I'm um Happy to be part of it, and I'll see you there. Yeah, I'm excited to see you. I'm excited to see Susan. It, it's going to be a, a good little get-together. I had Goose Gossage on last week. I had uh, Cecil Fielder on. I know Jim Laritz is going to be there, Mickey Rivers, uh, Ricky Henderson, Hideki Matsui. Like The fact that they're even getting uh, wow. Andy Pettit, all of these guys scheduled throughout the weekend to show up at American Dream is awesome. It's uh, Wish You Were Here Productions. It's celebrity cruises and Hall of Fame signings. If you go to HallOfFameSignings.com, you can read all about it. Um, John, what, what well, have you been uh, up to? What have you been up to you, now that we you've had done you? The whole, you've done the whole billboard. Well, yeah, I've had a few people on, and uh, unlike yourself, they have filled me in. <laughs> um, thank you for asking. Everything is good. I, I, I just celebrated an anniversary uh, two days ago on February 1st. Oh yeah, and, I mentioned I mentioned it last night. Go ahead and tell everyone. Uh, it marked. Well, no one will care. It's just me who cares Stop because I've that. lived it. Go ahead. Um, uh, that's my sixty-third anniversary on the air. My first day on the air was February first, nineteen sixty. And so, um, uh, it is impossible to believe. I know. <laughs> I can't believe it. And I was there. So. Uh, so that everything everything is cool. Looking forward to the year, and uh, Keith, thank you for having me on your terrific show, and I wish you continued good luck. Okay. Awesome. Thanks for calling in, John. Get some rest, and I'll see you this weekend. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Keith. Good night, <laughs> John Sterling, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, the clock is ticking. I think I held my boy uh, eight minutes past bedtime. <laughs> I, I was on last night, and, uh, you know, I talked to John yesterday, and, you know, he gave me the, the, the nugget of his anniversary. I can explain a little further. He's not going to ever boast about himself. He's just not that kind of guy. But I said last night when I was on, February 1st, 1960, WLVS in Wellsville, 63 years ago, was the first time John Sterling spoke on air. And he's been working in radio 63 years since that time. He just celebrated yesterday 63 years in the business. That's incredible. The joke that I had uh, last night was that Craig Carton was born uh, that same day, that same same year. <laughs> Happy birthday, Craig, if you're still out there listening. But, yeah, uh, John is great, and uh, I'm glad he could join us right there. And um, if you're interested, I just ran through a bunch of the names. It is a ridiculous event. I'm just happy to be included and even thought of to be the host of it and be a part of it. I'm going to try and not be a groupie myself and not take selfies. And I'm, I already told myself I'm not bringing any baseballs or 
any hats or any cards. Like, I got to be professional. Um, <laughs> there are a lot of Yankees legends coming together for this Pinstripe Pride event. If you live in North Jersey, it's at um, American Dream, which is right across from MetLife Stadium, East Rutherford, New Jersey. And we're going to be there Saturday and Sunday. Uh, I think, you know, it, as soon as the mall opens, it's going to be open. But the guests are, there's just so many guests. Um, Scott Brocious. And even like, uh, I, I've mentioned a lot of, you know, Yankees legends, uh, David Cohn. But like also like Oswaldo Cabrera is going to stop by. Nestor Cortez is going to stop by. Uh, Bucky Dent. I got I to gotta hit Bucky up. I was going to have Bucky call. Um, I, I did an event with Bucky at the stadium. He's always fun to talk to. And him and Nestor uh, went to the same high school. Uh, who else? Joe Girardi, Randy Johnson. Uh, the Kester. Happy birthday to the Kester. Michael K will be in the building. Chuck, Chuck Knobloch. Um, and if you go to HallOfFameSignings.com, it'll tell you exactly what time. These guys aren't all going to be there at one time. That would be absolutely insane. But uh, Paul O'Neill, Lou Pinella, uh, Jorge Posada. Who else did I not name? David Wells. And uh, I've been to a few of these events. It's just crazy. If you're a Yankees fan like I am, it is like your childhood in front of your eyes. It is like your imagination come true, like baseball cards in real life. Jabba Chamberlain, uh, Jose Canseco, Wade Boggs, Chris Chambliss. Uh, there's so many names. Doc Gooden, can't forget Doc. Ron Geardry, Charlie Hayes, Andrew Jones, who should be in the Hall of Fame. Uh, I could keep going. But if you go to HallOfFameSignings.com, uh, I think the tickets are sold out. But just show up Saturday, Sunday to the mall, uh, American Dream, right across the street from MetLife Stadium. We'll be there just hanging out, having a good time. It's going to be cold, but I'm sure they're going to have a nice warm spot for us inside. And I think it's set up where there's, like, private signing areas. So, like, if you have a player that you've been dying to get to, like, you know, sign this card or add his signature to a ball, you know, check out the the roster and, and who's going to be there. It's going to be a good time. I'm I'm looking forward to it. I had food poisoning a couple nights ago, and I was just like, please don't let this be something that drags uh, down the week where I can't go this weekend because obviously I'm hosting, but I'm a Yankees fan, and like I said, this is going to be like our fan fest. If you know what I'm talking about, if you're a baseball fan, you know that other teams and other cities do fan fest where uh, the players come together. Like my boy Mike is um, the Cubs social media host for all their social media and YouTube content, and he got to host – the Cubs Fan Fest, and they had, like, Cody Bellinger come through, and fans got to meet uh, the current team players. Well, we'll have some current Yankees there. We'll have some former Yankees there. Wear your Yankees gear. It's called Pinstripe Pride. It's a Pinstripe Pride event this Saturday and Sunday at American Dream in East Rutherford, New Jersey. Okay. 877-337-6666. We'll reset the table. We'll talk about a bunch of different things. Again, if you're uh, looking for something to watch out there, football fans, I'm telling you, uh, the uh, Pro Bowl skill showdown is on. That That isn't that great. But this East-West Shrine Bowl is coming up on NFL Network at 830. I'm going to turn that on. I'm in here watching the Knicks. They had a little bit of a lead. Um, I saw you, Udonis Haslam, got in the game, and I immediately went to look up. When was the last time Udonis Haslam got into a game in the first quarter? I don't know why they did that. He's more of like a coach mascot for the Heat. But uh, here we go. The Knicks uh, gave up that lead, and it is now 29-27 from what I can see. But uh, let's take another break right here. We'll rack up the calls. I want to talk to you. Keep McPherson on the fan. I will be right back. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Hey, yo! Let's keep the party rocking. Thursday night. Friday Eve. Almost there. It's going to be a cold one this weekend. That's all right. We'll find some stuff to do. Checking back in on the Knicks. They're down now, but it's okay. They got to fight. They got to battle without their leader, their point guard, Jalen Brunson. Knicks fans, we'll uh, wait to have the Knicks conversation after this one ends. Let's go, Knicks. I mean, if they're putting Udonis Haslam in this game, like, Udonis Haslam got to be 40. Udonis Haslam. <laughs> Udonis Haslam is 42. <laughs> I don't know, man. Keith McPherson on the fan. Let's reset the table a little bit. I mean, obviously, we're all ready for the Super Bowl. I know here at uh, WFAN, our Super Bowl box is sold out quickly. I didn't sleep on that. I claimed like five of those things fast. Um, I'm about that life. About that life. I I cashed out on the divisional round, um, on a on a NFL playoff bracket, like. I, I am proud of myself because if you listen to me this whole NFL season, I was down on myself. I wanted to quit. I deleted the FanDuel app a few times. Just couldn't figure it out. I was down bad. I was looking at my like activity statement. Shake my head, bro. You're just not that good at this stuff. You don't know football. You know, you don't you don't you know how people troll you online. You don't know anything about sports. Yeah, all right. <laughs> starting to starting to believe them, but Looking at, you know, your parlays and your bets, like betting is hard. Um, anybody will tell you that. Even the best gamblers, they only win a little bit more than 50% of the time. And even uh, some of the experts you hear on uh, WFAN, they'll be honest with you. They'll tell you, yeah, man, uh, wasn't a good run. But looking forward to all of the bets that come with the NFL. I told you, though, the NFL is bogus, but the NFL is Teflon. It's bulletproof. It's undefeated. You heard uh, Rich Ackerman come in at 8 o'clock with the update on Joe Mixon. I already spoke of the three players that were in the championship round that are now charged um, in all charges that are going against women. I just like, I think it's so wrong, but I just know we don't care. Fans don't care. I'll bring light to it. 
because I don't I don't think it's okay. But the NFL is bulletproof. Nothing damages the NFL. Even their bogus refs, even a third third down and uh plays ending on officiating calls and uh you know these these refs I was talking about it last night. They need to make these refs full time. And they need to make them younger. There's got to be an age limit on it. I, I get it if if you're experienced and you've done it or whatever, but uh Man, they, they have a problem, and you know I'll talk about it next week, but they've already put out there the officiating crew for the Super Bowl, and yeah, uh, I expect the Super Bowl to have a lot of points and a lot of penalties, and we'll get there. We'll get there. It'll be a football Friday tomorrow. I have a bunch of stuff for you guys. Uh, I have a bunch of little uh, nuggets and anecdotes and stats and random things uh, about different players and the matchups. Like I think last week I did a, a local rooting guide for – you know, players that played at colleges uh, in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania. I have to come up with something else like that. But I think conversation tonight for Giants fans, we got to talk a little bit about Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones. I know there's not that much out there, but, you know, I saw uh, there was an article on The Athletic talking a little bit more about this. And obviously you have two players that are your players that were drafted in the top ten and Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley that went out there and proved it years, and they proved it. This was a huge season for New York Giants fans. This was everything, right? Nobody could have predicted this or expected this. I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're the biggest Giants fan. You did not predict them going to the playoffs and winning a playoff game in the first year of a new GM and a new head coach. But now here comes the real test for Joe Shane and uh, also for Brian Dable. They have to sign these guys or not. And then they also have to bring in more talent around them, and they have to hit in the draft, and they have to make this team competitive again. You can't take a step backwards now. The bar has been raised. Expectations are that you come back and win 9, 10 games or more next year, that you get back into the playoffs again next year, that you take another step. So uh, the article in The Athletic, the headline is, GM Joe Shane provides update on Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley negotiations. And I was looking at um, Dan Duggan. If you guys follow Dan Duggan on Twitter, he's he's a great reporter covering the uh, New York Giants. And he said, good rundown from Mobile. I guess uh, the writer was is at the Senior Bowl. You guys have heard me mention the Senior Bowl going on right now. Mobile, Alabama is where that's all happening. Feels like the Giants offseason will largely hinge on the initial numbers from Jones's camp. The Giants have a pretty clear floor with the tag the franchise tag at $32.4 million. So you figure their ceiling is the mid-30s. If Jones is looking for $40 million plus, that'll be a big gap. Now, uh, let me tell you, as a miserable Dallas Cowboys fan, you do not want to be paying Daniel Jones $40 million. Dak Prescott makes $40 million a year. He damn sure does not play like a $40 million quarterback. And he also has a six-year deal. You're not going to want to sign Daniel Jones to a six-year deal. I mean, I know they're different ages and different stages of their career when they sign, but they got to try and sign Daniel Jones to like a three-year, four-year deal max. And, uh, they, you know, Daniel Jones, his camp, I, I, I'm pretty sure he's CAA. They got to work with the Giants. I know that this guy now is king of New York. I saw him um, throw that football into the crowd at Madison Square Garden, and I honestly was happy for the guy. I talked last night about how he was booed at Yankee Stadium when he was drafted. And uh, four years later, he's come a long way. He's courtside at the Garden signing footballs and throwing them into the crowd. That's your guy, right? And uh, in this NFL right now, there is the coaching carousel, but there's also this quarterback carousel. 
And we're going to talk every single day about the Jets getting Aaron Rodgers. And when that doesn't happen, we're going to settle for Jimmy Garoppolo, and that's going to suck. But the Giants don't have to worry about that. The Giants have a guy that went out there and balled with less. So you make sure you sign him, and he should make sure that he's not trying to rob them and make sure that they can also get talent and pay other guys. And uh, I don't know, Giants fans, call me up and tell me how you feel about keeping one or both of Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Jets fans, the conversation you already know, we're still talking about Aaron Rodgers. It is what it is. I think that's just a waiting game. You got to see how it plays out. It's going to take a while, but I think you can look at three teams. You can look at yourself. You can look at Vegas, and you can look at Tennessee. Uh, The rumors of him building a, a house in Tennessee, I don't know about that, but I'll tell you the guy's got the money to build a house wherever he wants. I know last week I said that he was on Pat McAfee, and he noted that he was in Nashville, but he was playing in a golf tournament. So that's different than, you know, trying to set up shop there. Um, it's it's for me, if, if it's three AFC teams, right, take the NFC out of it. We know that the Packers said that they won't trade uh, the best quarterback they ever had in conference. If it's the AFC, it's the Vegas Raiders, it's the Tennessee Titans, and the New York Jets. And I think Aaron Rodgers would be great here. I think he's a guy that at the point he is in his career, he is not going to be phased by... Um, New York media, you know, I made I made the joke like he's not going to be bothered by Rich Samini and Brian Costello. Shout out to those guys. They do a great job covering the Jets. But like Aaron Rodgers is in his own head, in his own world. He is not going to care. He's going to come here and he's going to ball and he's going to do his thing. Now, I do want to sprinkle in some conversation for the Yankees fans. Yankees fans, I hope you got to watch Derek Jeter on Jimmy Fallon last night when I was on. That was on. So I was telling some of you, hey, turn that on and uh, see Jeets. Jeets will be on the uh, special edition cover of MLB The Show. He also peeled back the curtain a little bit to let us know that, uh, you know, and we knew about the, like, legend of this uh, golden thong that Jason Giambi had, and uh, when he was slumping in 2004, he said he did wear it when he was slumping, and he hit a home run on the first pitch. Some people seem to think that he went bare thong. No, he said he put it over his, like, uh, I don't even know, his, like, spandex or his compression shorts. Whatever. Whatever works. (laughs) Yeah, Jeets. And, uh, you know, from one captain to the other, Aaron Judge cleaned up the hardware the other night at the uh, Baseball Writers of America Awards. And uh, I I said last night I saw Brian Hoke. I think he was on Talking Yanks, and he said that he was talking to Judge. And he said something to Judge about not playing center field. And Judge was like, wait, what do you mean? You think I wasn't good at center field or something? You don't want to see me in center field? And he's like, no, 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 that's not it. And he said Judge's comment to him was, Harrison Bader's not going to play 162 in center field. Somebody else has got to play there. I know I damn sure don't want to see Aaron Hicks there. So maybe we do see a couple games with Judge in center field. And I guess Judge isn't worried about winning a gold glove. He's worried about showing people that he can play center field. The guy likes playing center field. And I wouldn't mind to see him there a couple more games. I don't know how Yankees fans feel about that. Because now that he's signed for nine years, got to protect him. Got to protect the merchandise. Got to keep his legs right. Got to preserve him. For all nine years, but we'll talk about that, man. I'm so excited for baseball. Mets fans, get excited for baseball. Last night, I was telling you, do not worry about this conversation that Buck Showalter said he had with Jacob DeGrom about one day I'm going to tell you what really happened. I wanted to be here. We use the term rent-free so much in New York, a place where the rent is most expensive. Do not let Jacob DeGrom move into a big spot in your brain rent-free. It is going to haunt you. It is going to bother you. If he goes to Texas and he's great, 
you're you're going to be monitoring his every move. You're going to be watching the Rangers more than you want to. You're going to be looking up his stats. You're going to be obsessing over this guy. And you have a bunch of pitchers that you need to watch and that you need to get acclimated with and you need to get used to. Get excited about these guys coming here. I'm telling you, turn the page on DeGrom. Like Evan said, he's gone, and there's nothing we can do about it. That page is turned. They didn't want to pay him what the Texas Rangers paid him, and that's free agency, and that's where Jake wanted to go all along. So what he says now doesn't matter, um, and what anyone says doesn't matter. All that matters is the reality. He didn't get the deal to stay here with the Mets. He's not going to finish his career with the Mets, but Mets fans, you're trying to win a championship. Steve Cohen is trying to win a championship in this early on of the Steve Cohen era, and he's done a lot to make sure that this team has reinforcements on the pitching side without Jacob deGrom. I am a Masahiro Tanaka fan. I love Tanaka. I I wish he had more time with the Yankees. And uh, I think I told you guys to go look up Koshian and go look up some of the Golden Eagles stuff and look up his relationship with Kodai Senga. And I know Kodai Senga just turned 30. I hope that he is a guy that comes here and reminds us of Tanaka. Tanaka was an ace. Postseason Tanaka was a guy that we could count on. And if the Mets get some kind of version of that, they're different pitchers. But if they get the discipline and they get the dependability of a guy like that in Kodai Senga, I think they're going to be happy. Jose Quintana is another guy that could be an ace in his own right, a guy that you can give the ball to. And you're getting the American League Cy Young winner in Justin Verlander. Fret not. You know, Max Scherzer's a competitive guy. He's going to want to bounce back. He's had... Uh, Justin Justin Verlander as a teammate already in Detroit. Those guys are going to work together. They're not going to work against each other. Um, This week, Jeff McNeil re-signed. The Flying Squirrel said he wanted to be here. So uh, that deal gets done for four years, $50 in this baseball market. Like, that's crazy. Uh, If Jeff McNeil, after winning a batting title, wanted to go into arbitration or go um, into the free market, like, there'd be a lot of suitors. But he said all he knows is the Mets. From 2013 to now, New York is his home. And that guy is a guy that I think any baseball fan can appreciate and like. He plays multiple positions. He puts bat to ball. And with this rule change, with this shift change, um, he could have a a bigger year than he just had, which would be ridiculous. He, He won the batting title. So Mets fans, call me up. And uh, we'll talk about it. Yankees fans, call me up, and we'll certainly talk about it. Ah, my Mets call disappeared. Somebody wanted to talk about the Mets catching, uh, or the Mets catchers, and the, uh, you know, talking about the catching situation. And I did want to get into that, but that's fine. We'll move it along here. Uh, Got plenty to talk about, and I will keep sprinkling in stuff as we proceed. Keith McPherson on the fan, 877-337-6666. Let's get back to the phones. Chris is in Eatontown, New Jersey, Monmouth County, on both sides of the phone. What's up? Hey, Keith. How you doing? I'm great, man. Thanks for calling my show. I appreciate it. So I'm, I'm a first-time caller. I've been listening to your show for quite some time. And uh, we have a couple uh, favorite teams in common, uh, the Devils and the Cowboys. Let's go. And I'm glad, that you picked, I'm glad you picked the Devils. Had to. Had to. Uh, shout out to Salicata. Yeah. Salicata won't be on tonight. My guy EJ Stewart will be on, but you know Sal is—he's uh, <laughs> playing around with his fandom. He's a Rangers fan, but the Islanders showed him a great time, and he's a professional. So of course, you know he indulged. I always say the Devil showed me a great time, and I wasn't picking any other team. Well, like I said, I'm glad, and you brought him some good luck, and hopefully this will be our year. Uh, they get another goaltender to 
you know, back up Vitek Vanacek. Yeah, man, it's been a it's been a calendar year. I said last night when I was on uh, from like twelve to two a.m. on the same date, February second, that last year was National Signing Day, and that's when I did the whole video choosing the Devils, and I had no idea really about uh, you know Boomers. Rangers jersey, and I threw the jersey, and that became a whole thing. I really was just trying to make a video, and Tom Izzo threw some sound effects on it. And if people remember that whole thing from a year ago, that was a year ago today. National Signing Day last year was February 2nd, and that's when I pledged my allegiance to the New Jersey Devils. Well, awesome, and happy happy anniversary. Thanks, man. So what you got for us tonight? So, you know, uh, also a Cowboys fan, and – Trying to move forward as we do after being disappointed. Uh, Deja vu, twenty-seven years. Yeah. Um, so, with this quarterback carousel that is going to be happening, and with you know the Jets, um, if they miss out on Rodgers, uh, and Carr also goes to the Panthers, and maybe Jimmy G goes to the Colts. Uh, so that, you know, just hypothetically, of course, um, what do you think about them considering Dak and, you know, the Cowboys moving on, maybe taking a chance on Zach? No. Um, taking a chance on Zach Wilson? Yes, I'm not saying he'd be the guy, just to, to move on from Dak, to move on they're, from the contract. Yeah, they're not and, moving on from Dak. I hate to disappoint you and. You know, I, I've been talking about this a lot. I actually was on Blogging the Boys with RJ Ochoa two days ago. The podcast came out today talking about the Cowboys and the biggest concern for the offseason. I think they've got bigger fish to fry than Dak and his contract. It's it's just super frustrating to watch Dak throw two interceptions in that game when he did that all season, led the league in interceptions. But uh, Jerry Jones gave him that contract. He defaulted into that contract. They're not moving on from Dak Prescott. He's theirs. They look at Dak yeah. as a franchise quarterback. And uh, they realized that they failed him, right? They got rid of Mari Cooper, and they thought C.D. Lamb could be a one, and he did turn into a number one wide receiver. But then what'd you have mm-hmm. at the two and the three? You have Michael Gallup coming off an injury and Noah Brown, who nobody knew. And uh, they failed Dak, you know, especially in that last game when Tony Pollard went down. All you had was Fat Zeke left. So uh, they're not moving on from Dak Prescott. And, like, I, I hate to even, you know, you know, talk about Zach Wilson, but – He's not an NFL quarterback. There's nobody looking to add Zach Wilson. The Jets are stuck with Zach Wilson, and they're going to go through hell or high water until they figure it out with him. But now that there's no trade, there's no Jerry Jones uh, moving on from Dak. If anything, they they just got rid of Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is now going to be with Justin Herbert. They might light up the league, and Jerry Jones thinks that a guy that can barely call timeouts is going to be his new play caller, Mike McCarthy. And all they're going to say about that is, hey, this is what he did. Uh, in Green Bay, you got to see. That's what R.J. Ochoa was telling me on blogging the boys yesterday. Like, we got to see. You get Mike McCarthy. He inherited Ke- Ke- Kellen Moore. You got to see what he's like calling plays. I'm like, here we go again. Here we go again. Yeah, well, I, I, I agree with you on that. I'm just trying to think a little bit outside the box. And Yeah, they're not going to think outside of the box. Of- Jerry Jones is cursed, and uh, him and Stephen Jones run all the operations. And I, and I say this as much as I can say this on New York radio for the Giants fans so that they understand what they have in the Maras. They were able to speak to the Mara family and demand that the Mara family go hire football people to do the work. And Joe Shane and Brian Dable 
And that'll never happen with Jerry Jones. He's got the richest NFL franchise, and he loves the stardom that comes with being the owner of the star. He's on the radio on 105.3 The Fan every week. He's got a radio spot. I was talking about it last night. Yeah. The radio is for us. The radio is for fans that you know don't have billions, that don't make decisions on personnel and stuff like that. Jerry Jones loves it. He, he's, he's so old, bro. He loves being in the camera. It's crazy. He should be hiding somewhere, especially after 27 years of coming up short. Yes, well, thanks for taking my call. Thanks for the call, Chris. Sorry, folks. I mean, I'm I'm a Cowboys fan, and these Cowboys fans call to talk to me on the fan. It brings me down. I don't want to bring you guys down. You're probably laughing. I hope you drink those Cowboys tears, Giants fans. Your future, in my opinion, is much brighter than the future in Dallas. 877-337-6666. KM to AM. Right back after this. Sports, sports, sports. Calls, 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 breaks, breaks, breaks on the fan. All right, the uh, East-West Shrine Bowl is underway, 0-0, only a couple minutes in. But uh, them boys hitting. You want to see some football? There's no NFL football on there. There's NFL, you know, skills challenge. But these are seniors that are leaving college, that are trying to be drafted in the NFL. They are competing, and uh, it's full-on tackle football. They're playing real football right now, so... Uh, check that out on NFL Network. I'm watching that in here on my MacBook. I also have the Knicks game on on the big screen. But that might switch to the Pro Bowl Skills Challenge because I just saw Saquon Barkley, who is like the most shifty guy of all of the guys. Uh, the score just put out on Twitter, Saquon going crazy in the Pro Bowl Dodgeball Challenge. And uh, he just had a ridiculous couple dodges. Like, does Saquon practice this? Nah, it's natural for him. Saquon Barkley, folks, he's also yours. Also have to retain him. Some people think that you shouldn't sign him, but I don't know. I I said from the jump, I said, uh, and you know, it's another Cowboys tie. In the beginning of the season, Saquon Barkley still has his burst. I mean, you don't draft a running back in the, you know, top five, top ten. You don't even need to draft a running back in the first round. But if you did... And you have one of these guys like Saquon that's still a home run hitter that can smell the end zone, that can make plays for you. I don't think you should give him Christian McCaffrey money. I don't think you should give him Alvin Kamara, Ezekiel Elliott money, right? Ezekiel Elliott, Jerry Jones got finessed into that contract. I'll talk about that forever, right? Zeke goes to Cabo to hold out a year before his existing rookie deal is up. And Jerry Jones, just not knowing how to manage a team, tells his Son, like, yeah, let's actually give this guy a six-year, $90 million contract. <laughs> and uh, that looks like a stupid contract now. And um, I did see today the uh, top running backs, the all-pro AP top five running backs. I think Saquon was at five. I think Tony Pollard was three. But that's your guy. I think you got to figure out a way to sign him. He's been vocal about wanting to be a giant. Uh, once a giant, always a giant, right? Eli Manning. I think Saquon wants to be that as well. So go ahead and sign him. Go ahead and get it done. Let's see what they're talking about on the phone. John is in Glen Ridge on the fan. You got it, John. Hey, Keith. How are you? I'm good, man. Thanks for calling in. Uh, my pleasure. Just want to say you're a great listen. I wish I could listen to you more. Uh, you're very refreshing. I love your takes. Thank you. Um, my pleasure. What I would say, I, I love Saquon. But I think if you can't sign him for 10, 12 million, I, I think you gotta 
you kind of have to say goodbye. And I, you know, I love him as a kid. I, I just think he's great for New York. But you have to kind of take those emotions out of it. There's this narrative that you sign, you know, Daniel Jones and then you franchise Barkley. But I, I don't think the Giants are a year away unless they got really lucky. I think they're probably at least two years away if they do everything correct. Um, so I don't think that you franchise them. As far as DJ, um, I've always liked DJ. I wasn't one of these DJ haters that was converted. So I, 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 it, it's amazing what coaching can do in the NFL, and I think people have learned that this year with the Giants. Um, I disagree with you. I think if you have to go to $40 million, you have to keep them. And the reason I say that is in a couple of years with the new contract uh, with TV, I don't think you're going to get hurt as much as what you're talking about. And I understand what you're saying about Dak. And, uh, you know, I have a friend of mine who's a, uh, who's a big Cowboys fan. So I, I tell him, I, I hope Mike McCarthy and Dak are with the Cowboys for a very long time. <laughs> um, so that, that's the way I feel about that. And for, just to let you know, too, about me, it's a very sad time for me because I'm a huge Giant fan and I'm pretty much a playoff fan for like some of my other teams. I did grow up a big Met fan, but I kind of fell out of touch with baseball. Like I said, I'll watch the Mets in the playoffs. I'll watch the Rangers in the playoffs, but. The tie, the, the season, the football season for me is so sad because it goes so fast because baseball, you know, it, it overlaps with it. Mm-hmm. And it just seems right as soon as baseball is done, the football season goes like that. But it is what it is, I guess. No, I hear you. I, I have those same feelings. I mean, even right now, uh, this past week, watching the championship weekend, I'm like, oh, man, this is the second to last weekend of the NFL. And then we go without it until August, which is a long time. <laughs> yep, yep. Thanks for the call, John. I mean, listen, uh, there are options out there. I don't know if you use the franchise tag on Saquon. If the guy says he wants to be here, I think he's got to take like $12, 13000000 million. And I think there are interesting ways to structure the contract and play with the salary cap. All of these teams finagle the salary cap. It's like, like they, they find ways to get their guys money. They find ways to keep the guys that they want. They need to restructure some other contracts. I think Leonard Williams said he was willing to restructure. Um, Kenny Galladay, who knows? I know he's been a better guy in the locker room and a teammate than people want to give him credit for because he's been nothing on the field. But he's obviously uh, commanding a lot of money. They got to figure out some stuff there. But when you're looking at this team, like these are the captains of the New York football giants, Daniel Jones and... Saquon Barkley. These are guys that the last regime used a number two and number six pick on. Uh, you don't want to see them go uh, elsewhere and succeed. You also don't want to see this team take a step backward, backwards, backwards without them. Um, I think with with Dayball and his offense and Kafka, if Kafka ends up staying, which you know he he might end up staying, like you you got to want to run it back. I mean Saquon before Daniel Jones really got his legs up under him and before Vanilla Vic broke out. The whole offense was Saquon gets the ball 30 times and Saquon's got to rush for 100 yards and Daniel Jones got to play conservative and complete some passes on third and long and, you know, not put us in danger, not turn the ball over, but we're not going to, you know, take too many chances. It was Saquon, Saquon, Saquon in the beginning. He was stability. He was the safety blanket. And uh, he tailed off a little bit at the end of the year because of usage. But then once they rested him, man, in that first playoff game, Saquon was determined. And this is a guy that told you, hey, stay on that side, right? All the people that counted me out, stay on that side. I'm going to come back. He told you he was going to come back and he was going to make an impact. And he's one of them ones. When I say he's one of them ones, he's one of them ones. Like one of the one type of guy that, that, that you want on your team that is a good guy off the field, a good guy on the field, a leader, 
Uh, he's strong. He's fast. He's explosive. And I still think he's got some years left. And I understand this is a league where you you're not supposed to pay running backs. I understand this is a league where you're not supposed to draft running backs high. But the Giants did that. They they drafted him high, and they're gonna have to pay him to keep him. And I think it's just like you you do that for your culture. You do that for the morale of your team. You do that for your fan base. Who who else has a jersey? Uh, who else has more jerseys sold in the last couple years for the Giants than Saquon? Daniel Jones, maybe. Some people might have already tossed those jerseys out. I think uh, Kayvon Thibodeau, that number five, is getting up there. But Saquon is the guy, man. I I, I want to see, see him stay with Big Blue. So I did find the uh, Players All-Pro. It, it wasn't AP. The AP All-Pro teams came out last week. The Players All-Pro, NFLPA, um, they put out their list of top five running backs. And I think they did all the positions, but I have the top five running backs in front of me. Number one was Josh Jacobs. Number two was Nick Chubb. Number three was Tony Pollard. Number four is Christian McCaffrey. Number five is Saquon Barkley. And Christian McCaffrey, you saw that run he had against the Eagles in championship weekend last weekend. Like he's looking like he's looking like he's worth the money. Josh Jacobs is a free agent. Tony Pollard is a free agent. Saquon Barkley is a free agent. Somebody's gonna pay one of these guys. Somebody out there feels like they're a running back away from being able to change the game. I think Josh Allen and the Bills are interested. And not for nothing, let's see what happens with Joe Mixon and the Bengals. Right? Joe Mixon and the Bengals, I don't know. If this guy's pointing guns at women and he's already got the other stuff on his ledger, they might end up cutting ties with this guy and uh, be looking for a running back as well. I don't know if they're going to pay one because they're going to end up having to pay Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow. But there's there's going to be some other competitive teams that are looking for top running backs and looking for their services and in this league, yeah, you can probably find a running back in the draft, but are, you're not finding a Saquon Barkley and what he means to your team in the draft this year. 877-337-6666 as we proceed. Carl is on Long Island and also on the fan. What's up, Carl? Hey, Keith. I've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty, actually, for a little while now. My car's no, extended I'm... warranty? <laughs> I'm like, what? We try hard. We try really hard. No, um, I wanted to talk to you about the Jets um, and Aaron Rodgers. So, like, here's the thing. I would take the janitor at this point who cleans the bathroom at MetLife Stadium to be the quarterback of the New York Jets. So would I turn Rodgers down? Of course not. But I think here's the thing. If you're going to give up either the amount of money that they're going to give up or the draft picks that they're going to give up, why not go after Lamar? Why have I stopped hearing Lamar in the conversation, especially after the Ravens offered him $133 million guaranteed in that $250 million contract, and he turned it down. I mean, when in, in football do you see a 26-year-old superstar become available at this point in his career? And i just love to see him with the, um, with the tools they have on the Jets compared to the Ravens because other than, I mean, this past year um, and what you've seen with Mark Andrews, he really never seemed to have those offensive weapons available to him. So i just love to see what he could do on the Jets. But Look, if you're going to spend this kind of money and go all out, why not go for Lamar? I mean, that's the play. That's the best option out there, in my opinion. So do you think it's dead, or, or do you think it's still possible that Lamar could be a Jet or could be leaving the Ravens? I, I think it's still possible, but I think the Ravens – so, I mean, the Ravens put out their first offer, and they know he's not going to take the first offer, especially knowing what Deshaun Watson got. That was far away. <laughs> Uh, it was almost laughable. It was like it was it was multi multi millions away. Like 
think like $30, $40 million away from where they should have been starting or where they're going to have to go to get Lamar. But the way that they exited the playoffs, I think the Ravens know they have nothing right now without Lamar Jackson. He is their franchise. I think that they don't let him go. And I also think that they franchise tag him before they let him go. And I just think it's going to be a wait for Lamar Jackson. He's a MVP. He's a Heisman Trophy winner. And, yeah, I was very much on it. As soon as the idea came out there, I'm like, get Lamar Jackson to MetLife Stadium. I'm getting a Jackson jersey. But uh, I, I think that that's a, a later play if they don't tag him, if they don't sign him. Um, I, I don't think it's that realistic. I think the Ravens are going to do what they do or do what they have to do to keep their guy. I think this whole trade with the Packers and the Jets is more realistic if Joe Douglas can get it done. I understand you want Lamar because he's more explosive, he can run, and also he's younger, and you're looking at the years that he could potentially be a Jet. But I, I just don't think that they're going to let him – I don't think they're going to let him out of their grasp, especially the way that they exited the playoffs. Thanks for the call, Carl. We got a break. 877-337-6666. Uh, coming up on 9 o'clock, so I've got three hours left. I'll sprinkle in some more stuff. I'm obviously watching basketball. I'm watching the Shrine Bowl. I'm watching the Skills Challenge and uh, looking for things popping up in the news in the sports world. My name's Keith McPherson. You're listening to The Fan. Don't go anywhere. I'll be right back. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.